Welcome to Fireside Nets with Spen and Nick, brought to you by Empire Sports Media. We are your hosts, Spen and Nick. It is November 28th, and the Nets are finally 500, Nick. Yeah, they kept coming within one game of 500 and being like, no, we're chilling. Yeah, it took a while. Uh, this is a weird hey, nice chocolate milk shirt, bro. I like your chocolate milk shirt. Hey, thanks, man. Shout out to Slate Chocolate Milk. Shout out to Josh Belinsky, uh, one of the chillest guys to ever do it. Slate Milk, it's a great drink, and Dana White loves it. And if you're a UFC guy, you know Dana White. All right, back to the Nets. So they beat the Magic tonight, 109 to 102, to finally get to 11 and 11 on the year. Um, it was their seventh straight game with 50 plus percent field goal percentage. That's a team record. Uh, and I, I think. It's funny what they do with, with these stats, but I, I think the, the record, the Nets were undefeated when they held teams under 100 points. So they just said now the Nets are 8-1 and one when they hold teams to under 105 points, which the Magic scored 102. Do you know the Nets are undefeated when outscoring their opponents? Yeah, no, I've heard that. Um, all right, let's, let's get to this win. So this was a victory. It wasn't a satisfying victory. I don't think that Nets fans can walk away from this game and be confident about the rest of the season in regards to competing with elite teams. Um, You had Kevin Durant go for 45 points tonight, seven rebounds, five assists. He was 19 of 24 from the floor, three of five from three-point range, four of four from the line. Uh, He did have six turnovers, two blocks, two steals in 39 minutes. And he needed every single point, every assist, every rebound to beat this undermanned Magic team, who, by the way, have five wins on the season. The Magic are now 5-16. and 16, And they made this a game, man. I mean, I shout out to – Boncaro's yeah. nice, bro. Yeah. No, he's a player, man. He, he's got to work on his free throws. He was 5-10 from the line. If you're a superstar, you can't shoot 50%. Uh, but 24 points for Boncaro, 9-17 from the field. And bull, bull, my goodness – how did Denver fumble the bag with him for, for all those years he was in Denver? 24 points. He's having a great year. 39 minutes for Bull Bull. Um, some really nice dunks. He hit, what, he was three of six from three-point range? So this is a, a, a seven-foot-plus phenom. How tall is Bull Bull? He's seven-foot-two. So he put up 24. He was hitting threes. He was, he was getting dunks. Uh, two blocks, one steal. Great game for Bull Bull. Great game for Bancaro. Um, Franz Wagner also had 21 points, eight of 16 from the field. Uh, but Nets had just enough to beat this magic team at home on the second half of a back-to-back. It's like a 6.1 out of 10 for me. If we're rating victories, because outside of Kevin Durant's 45, Kyrie Irving had 20, nine of 17 from the field, did have four turnovers, um, ended up with five personal fouls. So he had 20. Nick Claxton had 17 and 13. Uh, a few nice plays at the end of the game for Nick Claxton. He had a shaky first half. He was able to pick it up in the second half. Outside of those three guys, oh, I mean, do you want to give props to Joe Harris? Because we could and we don't have to. We don't have to because he still can't hit threes. He was two of eight from three-point range. Uh, 
he he did score 17 tonight. He was five, five, five for eleven from the field. He just no offense. Like I don't mind Joe driving. He's actually not a bad driver. It's just we need every player has a role. His role is to hit threes. And listen, against the Magic, yes, it was a we needed this win. It was a good win. We're five hundred. Great. The I Magic wouldn't call it a good win. I'd call it a win. Okay, it's a win. The Magic are missing half their guys, right? The Magic didn't have, if I look here, Fultz, Cole Anthony, Jalen Suggs, Terrence Ross, Jonathan Isaac, Wendell Carter Jr., and we barely skate by with a full roster. So, like, it's not great. And Joe Harris, I'm glad to see 17. I'm glad to see him getting a couple buckets. Bro, I don't like watching Joe Harris on the floor. And if you look at kind of Nets Twitter and, and basketball Twitter in general, they don't like when Joe Harris is out there. And I love Joe. I'm the I'm the biggest Joe. Joe says to me right now, let's go grab a steak dinner. I'm buying. And then we're freaking going out clubbing afterwards. But when it comes down to it, Seth Curry is a better Joe Harris than Joe Harris. I almost am not even minding Sumner getting into Joe Harris's minutes. I was all against Patty Mills. He's kind of shooting more consistently than Joe Harris right now. So, like, it's getting to a point where even this 17-er for Joe, two for eight from three, that's all I see. It's not enough, Spen. It's not enough. You said that you wanted to say I'm the biggest Joe fan, but you left out the word fan. So you just said, I'm the biggest Joe. You're a Joe. I'm, we're all Joes. He's a Joe. I'm a Joe. A- average Joe's Jim. Um, no, yeah, it was – I look – what Harris is doing nicely, if you want to give him any credit, because he's not hitting the three, he's doing the little things. He's hitting layups. He's getting to the basket. He's, he's making off-ball cuts. Um, Joe Harris you know, is shooting 32% from three right now. On the year? And he's an average like 43 in his career, 44 in his yeah, career. He, yeah, he, he's, he's got to pick it up. Patty Mills is shooting 38. I'll, I'll tell you this. And, and the shots that Joe Harris are missing, they're not contested shots. No. He's they never are wide-open threes yeah but dude if you're a, a knockdown three-point shooter you have to hit wide open shots look we seth can talk curry, about joe harris seth more curry 44 percent from three yes i mean, I mean curry's that's... been hot curry only played... rose o'neill what do you think rose yeah. o'neill's is give me a 30 43 percent and these look, are all listen these are all I, i'm with you i know i know i know and here's the thing though nick kevin durant's 33 never mind None of these guys played well tonight. And Joe Harris had the best game out of all of them. So, so credit to Joe. Seth, after coming off a monster performance uh, against the Blazers, we will get into that later in the podcast. He only had three points in 25 minutes. The Magic, actually, uh, kudos to Jamal Mosley, their coach. They put bowl bowl on Seth Curry. And Curry could not get that step back three at all. Bowl bowl was all over him. Um, so, you know. Curry only had three in this one. Like I said, outside of those four guys I mentioned, no other net was in double figures. Royce O'Neal had five points, 10 rebounds. Ben Simmons, this is this is the bad news if you're a Nets fan, exits the game after just 11 minutes played, had zero points, two turnovers, two fouls, four rebounds, three assists. He was 0-3 from the field. He had a layup that was missed. Could have been gold. It was a goal 10 by Bull Bull, but he barely touched it. Had a dunk blocked. And then he, he went up to Jacques Vaughn and he said, you got it. I, I got, I can't play right now. My knee is just not well. So I'm seeing left see soreness. I mean, do look at all the games they played on this, on this trip these past couple of weeks. So, I mean, this is a back to back. I'm he says left, left knee soreness. I don't want to look into it anymore. I think it's, that's that he's getting a little sore. Listen, this guy didn't play basketball last year. He's and now he's finally coming into full form and he's looking great. It's okay to have a minor, you know, stamina setback, get his physical body, right. We love that Ben Simmons physical body. You know what I'm saying? So 
I'm not worried about this right now. You didn't like to see it, but give him the time he needs off. Hey, he's a hottie and he's got a body. What can we say? Hey, I'll drink to that. All right. Um, quick from this game. I, I mean, I, I don't want to uh, underrate what Kevin Durant did tonight or, or undersell it. He legit looked like he was running drills out there. And the Orlando Magic <laughs> were just cones. Uh, it was incredible to watch him go to work. They doubled him. They tripled him. They threw bull bull at him. Nothing mattered. He was the king of the court tonight. Like, like, and the second person wasn't even close. So we can't take these performances by Kevin Durant for granted. Uh, we just can't do it. Um, and tell your just, dog just, to shut the fuck up. I just screamed at him. Yeah, I, I muted it. He, he's done. Uh, it was tough. It, it was. It was. It was. A, it was a tough performance in the sense that, like, that is what you love to see from a guy like Kevin Durant. And they asked him after the game, it was, um, I forget the name of the sideline reporter. He was filling in for Megan Triplett, but he basically said, you know, do you know when you're going to have, when do you know you're going to, you're going to have a game like this? Like, when do you feel, when do you get that feeling? Kevin Durant just responded when I wake up, which was an awesome way to respond. So, I like that. I like that. um, yeah, yeah. Uh, great game for him. Kyrie 20 points. I, I mean, he's still kind of finding his rhythm. Uh, you saw there were a few miscommunications with Kyrie and Durant, with Kyrie and other teammates. Ten turnovers between the two of them. But the ball's in their hands a lot, so it is what it is. I know, can, I, can I tell you a concern of mine? Sure. Are we going to cover the Sixers game in this conversation? Yeah, we are. That's actually the next, the next topic is the Sixers game. Uh, the Nets played the Sixers on Tuesday night. They lost 115-106. to 106. The Sixers were playing without Joel Embiid, without James Harden, Without Tyrese Maxey, yeah, this was the worst matter. This was the most painful game I ever. This is the ha ha ha. Tobias Harris is better than the Nets game, and I and come on, Tobias Harris is not the guy. Here's my concern: Kevin Durant dropped 45 right against the Magic. Yeah, so Kevin Durant with the ball in his hands is one of the most efficient shooters in the league, if not the most efficient shooter in the league. I mean, maybe Doncic is shooting better than right now, but I. If you're putting a gun to my head, I want KD over Doncic right now. No one's putting a gun to your head. Take that metaphorical gun. Someone take this gun off my head. Here's my issue, dude. Durant had to score 45 for us to beat the, like, bottom three Eastern Conference Orlando Magic. Maybe the worst team in the Eastern Conference. Whose team is made up of rookies and sophomores with a lot of potential, but are the most raw team in the league, arguably. Now, if you go back to the Sixers game we're going to get to where we lost, we're talking about it right now. Kevin Durant tried to take over at the end of the game. He just didn't get enough touches. It's like when he touches the ball, he's most likely going to score. And then we just keep feeding him. And we're almost like, do something, do something, do something, do something. Everyone else gets cold. If Joe Harris and Seth Curry are both cold, we're almost fucked in every game. So I love KD. He, you know, he's the heart and soul of this Nets team. But if our consistent game plan is to rely on KD to hit every big shot, we will never go far in the playoffs. Even Kyrie got cold in that Sixers game, and it just is like, KD, please save us. And he just didn't have the time or the, the energy to do so. He hits a couple big shots. They start doubling him. We have nowhere else to go. Nobody else steps up, steps up, steps up and hits a big shot. Granted, the Sixers game was kind of an anomaly because you had every single bench player on the Sixers having the best shooting night of their life from freaking Niang to uh, uh, Milton and it was it Milton and Melton, right? D'Anthony Melton and Shake Milton. Both are the best game I've ever seen either of them play. So this Sixers game sucked to watch. With that said, we can't create this narrative that Kevin Durant will dig us out of any hole we get into. All right. So we're going to talk about 
later in the podcast the moves that I think Marks needs to make in order to bolster this roster because right now we have no energy guys. We have no grit guys. Uh, if you want to call Claxton a grit energy guy, I mean, he's our starting center. You can't really have both. The Sixers are built of those guys. I mean, P.J. Tucker, uh, Shake Milton, DeAnthony Melton, you brought him up. G- gorgeous Nyang is the perfect example of a grit energy guy. I don't think guy. his name is Gorgeous, by the way. I mean, maybe How you can you- call him that. I think it's George, like Georges or something. Georges. Yeah, Georges Niang. Sorry. I thought it was pronounced gorgeous. I think you just think um, he's like a really good looking guy. What's his name? You still have Paul Reed on that team. Like they have a lot of energy hustle guys, and the Nets don't have that. You know who who was that those those two guys for the Nets last year? Bruce Brown and Blake Griffin. And they're they're on different teams. They have different uniforms this season. And you replace them with Royce O'Neal and I, I guess TJ Warren, who hasn't played yet. So we'll we'll get into that later, but Look, uh, there's a lot of issues with this Nets roster right now. Um, Marks has some work to do, specifically with this Sixers game. And you're going to notice a trend here. The Nets have not played teams with their full rosters in a minute. And it started with the Sixers game. So we, we, we went into this game. I think we were, what were we, 8-9? and nine, or We were a game uh, below 500. This is one, okay, we're definitely going to win this. They don't have their superstars. Boom, we go out and we just we just drop a dud. Uh, Durant had 20 in this one. Kyrie had 23, but we never stood a shot. Philadelphia was, was, was absolutely honest from the jump. They scored 33 in the first 33 in the second 22 in the third 30 in the fourth. So that's three quarters with 30 or more points for the Sixers without Embiid, Harden and Tyrese Maxey. That's embarrassing. I Are we ready to move on I to the next up, game? I listened to the French pronunciation is George. George. I like that. Okay, are we ready to move on to the win against the Raptors on Wednesday night? I am, but like, stop talking about bad teams that we beat without their star players. Yeah, well, I mean, that's a theme. Uh, look, the Raptors were playing without Fred Van Vliet, without Scotty Barnes. So you had Bo Cruz out there, Juancho Hernan Gomez dropping 10 off the bench. He actually had a double-double, 10 points, 10 rebounds. Boucher had 12 points, 16 rebounds. Uh, Gary Trent Jr. was your high man for nine, uh, with 19 points of the Raptors. Yeah, but the Nets, this wasn't a contest. They, 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 never, they were never in trouble in this game. 112 to 98, 38 in the first quarter, 39 in the third quarter for the Brooklyn Nets. Um, Kyrie Irving was the high man in this one with 29 points, 11 of 16 from the field, 5 of 8 from 3. Probably Kyrie's most efficient game of the season so far. Nick Claxton had 14 and 12. Kevin Durant had 12, 7 and 5. Royce O'Neal had 15 points, four rebounds, seven assists. And then you had Ben Simmons with 14 points, six assists uh, for, for old Benny Sims, seven of nine from the field. Um, no bench player had more than 10, but Markeith Morris, nine points, three or four from three-point range. It was nice to see him get some shots up, get some good looks at the hoop, and uh, put him in. 112 for the Nets in this one. They shot 55% from the field, 44.7% from three. And uh, I don't know. Any, any, there wasn't really anything special with this game. This you is wanna, a game that they needed to how, win. You want to know how beat up this Raptors team was? Thaddeus Young had 28 minutes played, 6 for 10, 12 points. Thaddeus Young was coming out of his prime on the Brooklyn Nets in the 2015-2016 season. I said, Thaddeus Young, haven't heard that name in a while. He's probably going to retire soon. No, 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 no. He's on the Toronto Raptors, 34 years old, getting big time against the New, uh, the New Jersey Nets. Wow. Against the Brooklyn Nets. And honestly, again, this was a win, what, by 14, 112-98? Yep. Another win where you're like, okay, we should have won that game. We did win that game. 
we should have won by way more given the talent we're playing with with the guys on their side. Again, these to me, for some reason, we got the Blazers number, and the Blazers are nice this year. Besides that, who are we beating that it's like there's a nice win? Okay, so I have two things to say. One, regarding Thaddeus Young, did you know his real name was actually Mark? And back in the day, there was this whole thing where um, he had a stutter and people were making fun of him. And he went up to his teacher and he said, I'm really the the Thaddeus Young. Did you make that up? Because it doesn't say that anywhere. No, it's from Blue Mountain State with Thad Castle. Oh, I don't remember yeah, that. Just classic BMS reference. Um, the second thing I want to say about this game is I don't know why the Raptors lost. They shot 24% from three. They were 7 of 29 from the field. But check this out. They out-rebounded the Nets 52 to 39. And they shot the ball 101 times in this game. They were 36 of 101 for 35.6%. The Nets got 82 shots. They were 45 of 82. But could you could you just see that stat right there? They shot the ball 101 times in a four-quarter regulation basketball game. Yeah, it's pathetic. That's wild. That is absolutely wild. All right, we're moving on. The Nets had two more games in this ridiculously crowded week. Could talk about this Pacers game again. They had a chance to get to 500. Oh my God. Yeah. Why does every bench player have their best game of the season against us? Yeah, we were absolutely in shambles in this one. I mean, Matherin, who dominated us a few weeks ago, freaking once again, 20 points for him off the bench, six of 15 from the field. He absolutely was phenomenal in that fourth quarter. And then Tyrese Halliburton, man, 21 points. 15 assists. He just seems to absolutely kill the Brooklyn Nets. Buddy Heald had 26 points in this one, 9 of 15 from the field, 5 of 8 from 3. The Nets lost this game in the fourth quarter. Uh, Okay, the the Pacers put up 40 points to the Nets 23. Hey, Nick, this is a pop quiz for you. How many players for the Nets hit a field goal in that fourth quarter? Two. No, one. It was Kevin Durant. Yeah, there you go. 36 points, 9 rebounds, 8 assists for KD five turnovers. He was the only player to hit a field goal in that fourth quarter for the Brooklyn Nets. Joe Harris was 0 for 3 and got 12 minutes in that game. Yeah, minus 8 for Joe Harris. I mean, minus dude, I 21 this for Nick game. Claxton. First of all, I like Matherin. Besides Boncaro, Matherin is the best rookie in the league. Honestly, I would almost take Matherin over Boncaro at this point because I just think he's, he's got an X factor to him. Boncaro is just a big boy playing on a terrible Magic team. Pacers have some talent. Here's the deal with this game. Again, it's what I said last time. We were winning the entire game. Okay, we lost by 11, and we and they outscored us by 17 in the fourth, which means we were up six going into the fourth quarter. We played better in every single quarter of this game. And what happened? We put every single egg in Durant's basket. Everyone else got cold. We started throwing the ball to Durant. We get so lackadaisical on defense sometimes. We're almost like, oh, we have a lead, and everybody on our team acts like a star and doesn't want to play defense. It is Swiss cheese. Halliburton got 15 assists against us. Well, you know, what's his face? Miles Turner, who hasn't wanted to be an Indiana Pacer for the last two years, just had his way with Claxton. Listen, when Sabonis bitched Claxton, I was like, okay, that's Sabonis. This guy is kind of a post legend. Like he just knows how to move his feet. Then Miles Turner is hitting step back fadeaway jumpers on Claxton hitting threes in his face. What is that, bro? But I just want to get back to Halliburton. 15 assists against the New Jersey Nets. And he's he's averaging 11 a game this season, which is pretty damn impressive. But 
you can't have every guy have their best game of the season and their best stats against us. And, and week over week, Buddy healed 23 points. I'm seeing all these average names. have their 20, best 26 game. points for Buddy Heald in this one. Having, yeah. having their best game against the Brooklyn Nets. And it's not fun to watch. Our defense collapses in the fourth quarter. And we put all – and again, we put everything on Durant. And we get mad if he doesn't hit every goddamn shot. Because Kyrie, Joe Harris, Seth Curry, you name it, couldn't find a fucking ocean with that basketball in the fourth quarter against the Pacers. Yeah, I, everything you said, 100%. I don't know which loss was more disappointing, this one or the Sixers. Probably the Sixers because they were more undermanned than this Pacers team. But the fact that we were beating this Pacers team for the majority of the game and we absolutely just fell apart. The first quarter fourth was fire. Quarter. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was that fourth quarter, man. And, and again, that was, was that, on, that was on the road, right? That was in Indiana? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it is what it is. Look, they, they had to bounce back quickly. They had a game on Sunday against the Blazers. And I mean, this was this was an important game, right? Because at this point, you're two games under 500. You're 9 and 11. Uh, you're playing a Blazers team. Sense a pattern here without Damian Lillard on the court. So you, they, they still have Jeremy Grant, who was coming off a ridiculous game. Still have Nurkic, still have Anthony Simons. Um, we were able to really dominate this game, uh, especially in that fourth quarter. Seth Curry was incredible in this one. I mean, the guy could not miss 11 of 15 from the field, 7 of 10 from three-point range for 29 points. He was a plus 14. Uh, this was like one of those games where, where you just look and you say, why can't Seth do that for us every night? The answer is because he's coming off serious ankle surgery and uh, he, he's trying to get right. And you saw it. I mean, we talked about it in the Magic game, but uh, it's, it's going to be hard to see him do that on a nightly basis. But you take that when you can get it. We have not seen a performance like that, a 7 of 10 from 3 performance from Joe Harris yet. And that is what we're waiting for. So huge game for Seth Curry. Uh, Kevin Durant, typical night at the office for him, 31 points, 12 of 20 from the field. Uh, he had five assists, five rebounds. He was a plus 21. Um, Kyrie Irving with 22 points in this one. Ben Simmons in 34 minutes. He didn't need to do much. Two points, eight assists, 12 rebounds. He was active on the defensive end. Um, and then I love him. I know, I know. Me too. He's, he's really coming into his own. And, you know, he's been playing so much better these last few weeks. Uh, you just got to love what he's been giving the Nets. Give, give me your give me your thoughts on old old Benny Simmons. I mean, listen, the dude's averaging nine, seven, and six. Nine points, seven rebounds, six assists a game over one steal a game and around a block a game. He's shooting over 60% from the field. He takes high percentage shots, mostly dunks and layups, and those little he does those nice little scoopy floaters from a couple feet away. But it's just his confidence, man. I mean, from the first half of the season to the second half of the season, he leaped. That first half of the season, he was super hesitant to shoot the ball. He was even hesitant to even have the ball in his hands. He kind of caught it and just handed it right off. He senses now a big man is a mismatch for him. And if they're guarding him up at the perimeter, he'll one, two, take you to the post every time. And he'll usually get that and one. He'll create body contact and he'll finish. He knows how to get that one, two step after contact and finish after the foul call. I love Ben Simmons' confidence. I love his finishing around the rim. His passing has always been fantastic. That's never been a question. But the scoring to me has been the biggest jump and the biggest need for this Nets team because we are at times struggling to find people besides Kyrie, besides KD, who are going to put up points, especially with Seth Curry in and out of injury. He is that guy, Ben Simmons, who can get 20 points a game consistently. He knows where to pick his battles. He knows where to pick his drives. His timing is great. He knows how to use his body. But like I said, to me, 
it's the mental hurt that he seemed to be getting through the past couple of weeks. That's been incredible. I mean, I don't have the numbers in front of me. He's had to be averaging. He's averaging nine points a game this season, but I want to say in the last two weeks, he's averaging over 15 to 18 points a game. Yeah, no, I, I think it was over 16, 16 points he's averaging uh, in the last like few games. Uh, actually, not this one because he didn't really score much against the Magic or the or the Blazers, so his average is probably down a little bit. Um, I'll tell you this. We didn't cover the Grizzlies' win uh, when we beat them, and they didn't have – I think they didn't have Ja or Bain. Uh, but there was a play where Ben Simmons drove to the hoop, and he moved Steven Adams with his body and hit the layup. Do you remember that shot? Yeah. And he did that, and I thought, oh, my God. If he's moving Steven Adams, who's one of the biggest just loads of a human being in the NBA, he's back, and he's strong enough to do that. Now, does the knee stuff scare me? Absolutely. But, listen, you do what you got to do. You protect him. Hopefully, he he gets to a place where he doesn't have knee soreness every few games because it is a little scary. Um, But you, you just like this was a really good team win. In that fourth quarter, you held the Blazers to 17 points. Um, and, and this was huge, and you needed this because then you, you went into this Magic game tonight and you said, all we have to do is beat this Magic team at home without all those guys you mentioned, and we're at 500. And that's what you did. And you needed a masterful performance from Kevin Durant to do so, but you got it. So the Nets now sit at 11-11. and 11. They're 500. They're, they're only a few games back of some of the top teams in the East. But, Nick, as we've mentioned on this podcast numerous times, this team is far from perfect. They have a lot of areas that they can get better at. So I wrote a a blueprint. It's for Sean Marks and for you, and I want you to be the judge. I think there's three things that this team needs to do to be elite. All right, number one, energy. You need an energy guy. You thought you were getting that with Royce, with with bringing Patty Mills back, but you don't have energy guys. So go out and trade for a Pat Beverly. Trade for someone who can give you. I would rather cut my of energy. Left arm off than have Pat Beverly on this team. Fine. Who who do you think's an energy guy who you can get at a low price? Jay Crowder is looking for a new home. He's an energy guy. I like Jay Crowder more than Beverly and PJ Tucker. Do you hear that? By the way, is that just my? I don't hear anything. Sorry, they're uh, they're testing. Technical difficulties, technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Okay. So that's one way. Energy is how they can they can bolster their team. They need energy, guys. Maybe Pat Bev. Second thing they need, right? You need a big man to help Claxton. You can't have one big man on this team. Yeah, go get DeMarcus Cousins. Go trade for a backup center on a bad team. Go get anybody. But you can't have Nick Claxton as the only guy on this team who's capable of rebounding. Well, Simmons is too, but here's the, here's the problem, right? Like when Miles Turner is bitching and Sabonis is bitching Claxton around, I want to put Simmons on them, but then you realize you create a mismatch with whoever Claxton's guarding, right? Because Claxton's going to get beat by a small, by a, by a three or a four. Um, I agree with energy. Here's the problem with KD and Kyrie. They're silent superstars. I mean, what are they called? Yeah. KD the silent. Well, I wouldn't call KD silent. Not silent, but – Okay. KD talks his game. He talks his shit. He's not a guy who's going to rally every single person around him. And that's okay. Not, not everyone is LeBron, right? Not everyone is Doncic. Not everyone's a leader. That's Chris Paul. That's going to say what they need to say to the Joe Harris's, to Seth Perry's, to get him hot. So I agree with the energy thing. And, yeah, the other thing is just one more big, one more, one more piece of side. And, and I, got, I got one more thing for you, Nick. Yeah. Wings, okay? You have Joe Harris, Seth Curry, Patty Mills. What is one thing they all have in common? Oh, Cam Thomas. 
None of those four guys play good defense. They just don't. Joe Harris might be the best defender Morris out of those four solid. guys. Morris is a little bigger, though. Well, I didn't mention – I was talking about Mills. And Morris isn't a wing on this team. Morris yeah, is, a, is a, a power forward. forward. So here's my point. Yeah. The Wizards have Denis Ajada. They have Kyle Kuzma, Kristaps Porzingis. Get a wing. Get another wing player. If it's not one of those guys, go to the Pistons. Go to the Magic. Get Bull Bull. Get somebody. You need more height on this team. You need more defensive intensity. Just get somebody. So energy, a big man, and a wing. If you can get all three of those guys, right? Move Joe Harris. Move. You're going to call me crazy. Move Kyrie Irving if you can get a real wing. I'm fine with that. If you are able to get a Kyle Kuzma or someone who can get 20 points a game playing alongside KD and defend, if and this is, by the way, this is all predicated on Ben Simmons' health. Because if Ben Simmons is not healthy, you absolutely can't get rid of Kyrie. But if he is healthy, there are moves to be made. And I, I'm sure Nets Twitter is going to tell me I'm an idiot for this. I don't care. I've watched enough basketball to understand what fits, what makes more sense. Not that Kyrie is detrimental to this team. He's not. But if you can get a wing who can score close to what Kyrie scores and defend at a better level and rebound at a better level, that will help a lot with this team. I'm with you. I'm, I'll part with Kyrie. I'll part with Joe. I'll part with any of those rooks, to be honest. The only one I really care about. Uh, there's no, not rooks, sophomores now. Uh, we got David Duke, uh, Kessler Edwards. I'm whatever. Dayron Sharp. We developed Claxton to a good big man. He needs some support. So I agree with you on all fronts. I also think there needs to be still an internal change. We got to want it more. We got to fight on defense more. You talk about guys being bad at D. Yeah, they're not great defensive players. It's also an effort thing. And this is always a battle you talk about in sports, especially basketball. These guys are unbelievable athletes. How much further do they need to get talent-wise on defense and how much further do you need to push themselves on defense? So, so yeah. I, I mean, I understand what you're saying on defense. You already pulled out the coaching change card, so you can't do that again. You know what I'm saying? So you, you made that move if you're Sean Marks. Um, a guy that obviously the Nets are going to miss a little bit while he's hurt is, is Yuta Watanabe. I, I mean, you know, we didn't talk about him, but he was great when, when he's when he's played in those wins. Uh, he's been excellent um, when he's been available for the Brooklyn Nets. So he's going to come back eventually. You still have TJ Warren, who I think will make his season debut, they said, on Friday against the Raptors um, in, uh, at home against Toronto. So – you still have other guys on this team who who can round out this roster, but and they can. By the way, those are wings. Yuta Watanabe, T.J. Warren, those are two wings that are bigger than Curry. They're bigger than Mills. They're taller than Harris. Um, so we'll see. But but that that's really what I think uh, Marks needs to do to fix this team. I don't know how much you can change the effort thing. You know what I mean? Like that's not something that you can just flip on. Yeah, I hear you, dog. Thanks, dog. Um, all right, so we have Washington. So we have a a seven game homestand that started with Portland. We have five games left, right? You're going to tell me what the nets will finish in these last five games. Wizards, Raptors, Celtics, Hornets, Hawks. How many games is that? It's five, five. Oh, I'll say three and two. Yeah. I think we that's lose fair. To the Celtics as much as I hate the Celtics. I, I'll tell you this. I, th- I think we beat Boston or Atlanta. Maybe we beat Atlanta. But I think we lose to a Charlotte or we lose to a Washington. Like one of those games is a letdown. I think we can beat Toronto. So give give me Toronto, Washington or Charlotte, and Boston or Atlanta. Give me Atlanta. 
I say we lose to Boston and uh, possibly Charlotte or Washington. I say we go three and two myself. I'll tell you what. I don't care if we lose four out of five. If we beat the Celtics, I'll be a happy man. That'd be huge. Uh, you do care if we lose four out of five. Um, all right, Nick. And then this final segment before we close out the podcast, uh, a lot of people were wondering because in the description on the, uh, the, the YouTube stream, I put Spen and Nick played basketball one-on-one while Nick was home. And uh, we react to who won that matchup. So I want you to tell the audience about that one-on-one game we had in Maywood, New Jersey, and uh, what the results were. Uh, Spen beat me. I probably had the worst shooting day I've ever had in my life. Um, But he shot more efficiently than I did and won the game. For those of you who are watching on video, Nick's – well, you know what Nick's looking like. For those of you who are listening via audio, Nick's face is of pure disgust. Uh, I'm man enough to admit that Nick has beat me a lot over the years, one-on-one. It's very rare that I win, um, but I'm not one to gloat. I'm not one to brag or boast about it. A win is a win. Was I able to get two off him out of the two games we played? Absolutely. Uh, has my shooting improved drastically since the last time we played? You bet your sweet ass it has. Um, but listen, you know there are going to be many more battles as, as Nick and I grow old as men. I'll win some. He'll win some. But this round... This round goes to Spen. Yep, you got it. Congrats. All right, all right. I'm going to end it right there. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Fire. I'm taking my pants off. With Spen and Nick, brought to you by Empire Sports Media. Go get yourself a slate milk and enjoy the rest of the week. Thanksgiving is over. We got the holidays coming up. Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate, we're here to support it. Brooklyn Nets basketball. We're back to 500. Let's keep this train moving. Go Nets. And as always, Nick.